No stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco Gold is... Bad as we... Hey, everyone. And thank you and welcome to hanging out with Blue Dragon 420 and my wife, Bubbles 420. Um, it's going to be a whole new season this time around, considering I'm... I'm my wife with me on this one because she also likes to share her opinions on different things as well as life itself too on what's going out there in the world and what's going on also dealing with government and other bullshit that's been going on lately. Um, basically get round down to it, uh, wrestling, um, uh, AEW, I feel like they kind of dropped the ball this week. Um, I know the pandemic has been really hard on a lot of people. Uh, hell, me and my wife right now, we've been having our fair share of with our parents. Well, her parents, my in-laws, but they're more parents than I've ever had in my life, so. But... They're having more injured people on both WWE and as well as AEW. But the one thing that I've been hearing a lot about is John Moxley. It, he might be considering going to back to WWE. Now, I cannot tell you who these sources are. They are named anonymous, uh, but that's just rumored, just saying. I don't know if it's true or not, just figured I'd let you all know. Um, I think they're hyping the whole Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre for Royal Rumble. What do you think? I think they should. Goldberg is a big uh, name. Yeah, but oh. he's had a... He's already had a long enough run. Yeah, but he's also a retired gone for many years, and now he's coming back. It's a big deal. Well, actually, yeah, you're right in a way, but also at the same footnote, it's just another fucking title. He's won all the heavyweight championships that, you know, WWE had offered, except for the one that Drew McIntyre has right now. Yeah, but now. as you as a wrestler know, that big thing for wrestlers is if you get challenged, what do you do? Well, of course, you're not going to back down. You're, okay, well, you're he was like, challenged. No. True, but that's the thing. When he lost the title, if you remember last year, when he lost it at WrestleMania to Braun Strowman because Roman Reigns was not there. Right. Okay. And that was a short, very short title run for Goldberg. To me, it's a mockery of wrestling to have that man, if he wins the title, to have a short run. I don't know. I just think it's a big name thing for him. Well, to me, I think it's more of trying to bring up the audience, you know, to try and bring back more viewers. Maybe. Because... You and I both know that WWE Network is going on Peacock. Okay, and that's 
That's another thing that kind of bothers me is I got WWE Network when it first came, okay? That was like years ago. And my main concern is what does that mean for the rest of us who is paying for the WWE Network? Are they going to cancel our subscriptions or we got to keep getting fucked with and... There's going to be a lot of problems to the point where we have to cancel it. See, that's where I'm at. And it kind of worries me because I like watching my, you know, pay-per-views. My WWE pay-per-views. And I don't think I should have to pay anything extra for a thing that I don't even use. An app I don't even use. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's one of those things that you just go, okay, I'm already paying you guys $9.99 a month. And now you're talking to switching it over to Peacock? What the fuck? And I was talking, you know, you know I was talking with Stacy about it uh, about an hour and a half ago. And, uh, and she's probably right. It's for them to make more money. Yeah, probably. And it's one of those things that kind of irritates me. Because they should get everybody who is, you know, has WWE Network to let them know that, hey, we're canceling your subscription because we're moving it to Peacock. Something. And if they're going to keep having the network open, they need to let their customers know. It would be helpful. It would be helpful. And I'm not saying it wouldn't be a lot of work, but courtesy and common sense. Period. Um, gosh. I mean, they're hyping WrestleMania early, and it's going to be like last year, unfortunately, people, because due to the COVID pandemic, and many people have been affected by it. Uh, my wife's father who was put in the hospital for COVID and he just came back from rehab and we seen the effects that it had on him right now and we're thankful that he's home but that discussion is basically is going to be for another night but also another thing is anybody ever noticed that you see more of Stephanie or Triple H? Where the fuck is Vince? You know? When the sh whole shit's going down, okay? You don't see Vince. Nope. You see Shane. You see Stephanie. And of course, Triple H is. Not that far behind. And it's like. For somebody who owns a company. And. Supposedly dedicated. And yes. I'm doing the whole quotation. <laughs> because. I'd be that person. I don't give a damn if I'm in my 80s. I'd be still running that bitch. Inside and out. And still be walking the halls. And. 
it's not good business ethics if you're just having your family doing your work. If you can't handle your job, man, you need to step down. Have your children do it. I mean, they can't fuck it up any worse than you have. I mean, and I agree with The Undertaker, a.k.a. Mark Galloway, if real name, that he says the wrestlers in the back have gotten soft. And they have. And what most people don't understand is back in the 90s, people were brutal and packing. And it's for their own defense because there's a lot of fucking crazy people back then. And according to Undertaker, he says that many of the wrestlers, including the female wrestlers, are playing video games in the back. They're not training. They're not doing nothing. And I, you know, and I've been watching these wrestlers and, you know, I have to say, they are getting soft. I think they need to get their ass whipped it back into shape. And start training more often. Just because we're in this pandemic doesn't mean that everybody, you know, has to quit training. Right. I mean, I know Drew McIntyre, he's always training. Okay, because look at him. You know that man's always fucking training. And Sheamus. But then, Sheamus has gotten soft too. Do you realize his loss record overweighs his win record? Every time he's in a ring, he's gotten his ass hand to him, hasn't he? Most of the time, I think. Yeah. And it's like, wow. And I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm getting really sick and tired of this retribution group. And just because Kofi Kingston took uh, Mustafa Ali's place last year, Elimination Chamber, does not mean that Mustafa Ali has to be the dickhead and how there's a group of thugs with him to jump people. Kofi Kingston right now is out due to a broken jaw because of Mustafa Ali and his thugs. Which I think is pretty fucked up if you ask me. Yeah. It's not a fair fight if it's like five on one, you know? No, not at all. Shouldn't be allowed anyway. Exactly. And yes, I know it's a dangerous job, but when you're putting it to that point where you're injuring people... I think you need to start rethinking your storylines and everything. Because if you guys are all about injuring and putting people on the shelves, why don't you just shut the fucking company down and send the rest of your wrestlers to Impact Wrestling and AEW because all you're doing is causing more problems. I mean, I'm all cool about if you get injured accidental. That's fine. I get it. But when you have two huge men double choke slam you to the point where you literally bounce off the fucking mat which is held by a board. A thick board. And what's surrounding that? Metal. Yeah. 
But basically covering that board is cloth. Which, if any of you haven't noticed, <laughs> then you don't know shit. Um, hmm. Let's see. Oh, I see. In here, you had a thing about Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Um, care to weigh on that? I just don't understand that. They give Roman Reigns, who was supposed to be a good wrestler and an icon for kids and shit, mm -hmm. and then put him with a douchebag like Paul Heyman and change his character completely around to a jackass. I just don't understand. Why Paul Heyman? He's a piece of shit. True. I, I agree with you for I mean, there are many other managers and people out there they could have paired him with. Why was it Paul Heyman? You know, I I have to agree with you, but before he before Brock Lesnar quit, well before he you know he quit WWE, he mentioned uh, before that he knew of his family, like the Wild Samoans, Appa right. and Sika, and how much he respects him. I think like that. They kind of figured that they were going to add him with Roman Reigns. But I agree with you full heartedly. Um, I don't think Paul Heyman has any business to do it with Roman Reigns. Um, I believe Roman Reigns is better solo. Instead of this douchebag character he's playing. Well, like I said, even if he does have to have a manager, you shouldn't have Paul Heyman. I agree. I really agree. And honestly, you know... He's just a greedy man. Paul Heyman, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's good in person. But on camera, I just want to toss a fish at him and go, oh, 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 oh. I don't like him. He's just. Because he, he's polarous, you know? I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of him. Um, I used to be when he owned ECW. But. Like I've said in past podcasts, is behind the scenes, Vince McMahon was helping Paul Heyman financially with ECW. And there was a lot of things and so much truth that none of the other wrestlers knew. Only a few knew, but nobody else was allowed to. Right. Why do you think uh, some of the wrestlers were able to transition from back then? It was called WWF, and till that uh, spew spiel with uh, World Wildlife Foundation, which also had rights to the WWF, which World Wildlife Foundation was in place before World Wrestling Federation was. Right. And there's just so many allegations on why Paul Heyman had to let it go. There's been uh, riots to the point where police were called. Uh, indecent exposure. I mean, I don't care if you smoke weed, okay? I smoke weed, you smoke weed, uh... But we don't 
call it so much as a, a drug. We call it our medicine, yes. Because it is. And do you know anybody that has passed away from marijuana use? No. No? No? Okay. I don't know anybody. I mean... I don't even think you can find anything on there like that. And I, I think it's funny how some people say, Oh, I overdosed on marijuana. No, Really? Did you? Because, <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it just makes... It just kind of makes you go, Really? Do you really? Just shut up. <laughs> and, you know, back to Paul Heyman. Uh, honestly, I think he has already enough money. Okay? And if he didn't have all this money, he wouldn't be living in New York. Because that's where he's from. Originally, is from New York. I mean, he could be a fucking politician. But instead, he's being Vince McMahon's bitch, as always. Uh, he even helped some of the writers. Uh, but now, they're getting sloppy, as you can tell with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. As you said, you, you're not really satisfied in that you don't like the way the story is going. And... Who do you think, honestly, is going to win between him and Kevin Owens at the last man standing match at the Rumble? I don't know. I mean, Kevin Owens seems to be pretty tough lately, but Roman has a... Mean streak? Come out at last minute kind of streak. Well... You know, where you think he's going to lose and then he just kind of pulls something out of his ass. Well, you also got to add the factor of Jay Uso, Roman's cousin. Okay. He keeps interfering, which puts Kevin Owens at a disadvantage. And the way I look at it is Jay needs to nut up and beat the fuck out of Roman. Get that title taken away from Roman to realize what Roman has done was wrong all along. My, that's just my personal, you know, opinion about the whole situation. And that's why, you know, I kind of hope to happen. But I know it probably won't. Right. Um, who do you want for the women? Who have all the women in the Rumble, who do you want to win? Who's all in the Rumble? Uh, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Carmella... Um, probably gonna be Charlotte. You think? Yep. Uh, Mandy Rose is also gonna be in it. Sonia Deville. Oh no, so, sorry, Sonia Deville is not in there. Uh, as far as I know, she's a WWE official. I could be wrong, but ever since Mandy Rose beat her, loser leaves Raw. Gotcha. But here lately, you've been seeing her with Adam Pierce. For the last couple of weeks. And it's one of those things. It's like what the fuck. And that's where. You know. The storyline makes no sense. Right. If you're going to cut a person out of the show. Then you, you need to let the person go. Period. 
loser leaves Raw. That's it. Don't bring him back as a fucking official. Right. Uh, anyway. Um, honestly, I don't... Mm, I, I've heard so many rumors. I heard Becky Lynch might be coming back in the Rumble. To get back what she forfeited over because she was pregnant. With her daughter, Rue. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, but who's going to be watching the baby? Right. So that can't be a possibility. Well, it can be. She just have to hire someone. Yeah, but being a new mom, you know this for a fact, that being a new mother, it's kind of hard to do that, right? Well, you don't like to, but... But it's still, you know, it's hard. Yeah. And I know with you and our son, it was hard for you. And as being his first time mother, you, you guys also get postpartum. Which, you know, if I swear, if I heard any female say, well, I never had postpartum when I, bullshit. Every woman gets it. After giving birth. It is scientifically proven that after giving birth, a woman will suffer from postpartum. Some sort of postpartum. But if she comes back, cool. Also, there's a rumor that Ronda Rousey might be coming back. I've heard that. You heard that too? Okay. Um, if she does... I hope it's a hell of a longer run than what she had before. Most definitely. Um, I just hope she's more stable, you know? Like, her mind and her heart basically not being depressed or angry or, you know, dealing with stress, you know? Because a lot of that shit in real life does cause a lot of stress on the body as well as the mind. Just throwing that out there. Oh. All right. Oh, and another thing. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Mr. Christopher Titus for listening to our show. Appreciate that, man. Most definitely. Uh, let's see. And his wife for listening. Yes, thank you very much, you do. Okay, here's another one. Okay, I know the PS5s have been very popular since they debuted in October. But the one thing that's been pissing me off lately, and this happened to my wife just recently, and I don't blame her for it at all. Um, there was a person who basically made a fake copy of PlayStation website and totally scammed my wife of $500. And it was supposed to come from California. And dude scammed my wife and pissed me off. So that person is now in trouble. So I'm telling you people... 
Um, right, right now, stick to your basics. Uh, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, Target. Um, did I say Walmart? Yeah. Okay. Um, Amazon is another one. Don't go to eBay because I don't trust eBay because those fuckers are just doubling up on that shit. Don't go to eBay unless you have the money. If you have the money, good for you. More power to you. But do not be scammed by these fucking people. Do not go for anything unless you know the people. Okay? That's where it's at. Um, my wife still feels bad about it, but it's not her fault. It's not. She thought they were actually PlayStation. They had set up just like PlayStation did. And they're going to be looking at doing federal crime. So. And those people are listening to this. I hope you get fucked in the ass in prison. Just figure out, throw that out there because you know what? You deserve it. Uh, another thing that's also kind of irritating, and it's been going on for probably quite a while on PS4, uh, hackers and game cheaters, which basically is the same thing, if you game think about it. Game cheaters suck. Oh, I know. Why do you got to cheat to play a game? If you've got to cheat to play it, you shouldn't be playing it. Basically modders, as we all call them. They, they basically, they, they mod the game out, and they think they're not going to get caught, but when but they, they do, do get caught, uh, sometimes they can be lenient. It depends on the game. But now in these days, there's no more leniency. You get caught, you get suspended. Right. You get caught again, you're banned. Now, I agree with this, okay? But I don't feel that PlayStation is actually doing all that, you know, hard work <coughs> in catching these fucking cheaters. No, I don't think they are either. Um, as you know, me and Wheels play, you know, Cold War from now and then. Yes, and they mod on there all the time. Well, no, actually, well, so far, we, well, Wheels may have probably caught a few, but I, I don't You've got one. Yeah, I you're right. seeing it. Yeah, you're right. I did <coughs> I did catch one that actually <coughs> shot cooler cross from the map to the yep. other cross. Yep. And you me. there was no sniper. So how do they, they they cheat? And I don't understand. Like I said, if you've got to cheat to play a game, why play it? I think because the fact that the, the... Excuse me. <laughs> That's kinda of rude. Whoops. <sighs> Good pop. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but it's just, wow. I mean, it's just, do people not enjoy games anymore that they have to cheat to make it interesting? I don't, I don't have the answer for that. I just don't understand why I play a game if you've got to cheat. I mean, okay, it happens a lot <clears throat> on GTA. 
And that's why I do to it. I mean, I understand like cheating in a game with putting codes in and giving yourself a little more money or on a single player game, yes, yourself, but on an online game, no, to cheat to run through maps and that's not fair, no, or or mean like run through walls and shit, yeah, yeah, that's not fair. That that people in old terms would be called no clipping mode. It just it's not right. It's not, and a lot of these you know kids are doing it too. But where do they learn it from? The adults, right? Yeah. I mean, the adults. I'm sorry, but this has to be said. I don't feel that you know. <laughs> There used to be back when we were kids, you know, how there used to be a village kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And now that parents has gotten soft, I think parents have gotten soft that the fact that they're afraid to punish their child. So they'll let them do whatever the hell they want. Right. I, I think you're right. And nowadays, your parents just can't. Parents. They're too afraid to spank their child. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I wonder why. Because uh, the generation that we dealt with took it overboard. Yeah. I don't think. Well, I don't think my grandparents did. To be honest. Yeah, I got my ass hit with a switch. I deserved it. I don't know. To me, there's a fine line between abuse and discipline. Exactly. And if it's going to be spanking my kid's ass to get my point across right then and there, or having them hit by a car, I'm whooping their ass. Exactly. Because that five minute of pain from the ass whooping is going to hurt a hell of a lot less than if they get hit by a car. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean... My other half here, my wife, honestly, truly believes it takes a village to raise, you know, a family. It takes a community to help everybody. But you don't see that anymore. <coughs> Kids are basically cursing, and it's gotten really bad. I mean, and now... You got bullies that are becoming about tenfold now these days. Yeah. And where bullies. and where do they get it from? Where do they see it? Either from their parents or tablet or some kind of electronic device. I mean, fuck, you got YouTube. True. I mean, need I say more? No, you're right. I mean. It's just ridiculous. It's gotten to the point where people are scared to touch their children because they might get reported for child abuse. Yeah, I'm one of them. And which is fucked up because that's not the case. We we don't be our children. We don't. No. Hell, our daughter right now is grounded for a while because she ran away from home. Her teacher is the one that brought her back. And, oh my gosh, I am so thankful that you did not 
literally go off in the deep end on her. I almost did, man. She pissed me off. I know. And I'm glad you held back and I'm proud of you. And, you know, you're you're putting your foot down and you're not letting her do things she wants. And even though it pisses her off, you're still standing your ground. I mean, she's lucky that she has the Xbox in there and that she's able to watch movies. Just saying. Because back in our day, fuck, we wouldn't get that. Our rooms would be cleaned out in a New York minute. Yep, it would be. All of My our mom would have done it. All we would probably have is a bed and a roof over our head and food in our stomach. That's it. Yep. And clothes. And clothes on our back. Yep. I remember when my mom did that to my brother's rooms. I mean, but it's kind of hard cause considering she's autistic. But we also experienced with this with Adam when he was 10, right? Yes. And Except for he was a little younger. You're not much. Oh, well, not much, but just a little bit. Because I remember, because I had to run up the alley wearing no shoes, no shirt. I was wearing shorts. And he was almost up to the store. And I caught him about halfway. And, yeah, I scared him. But, you know, I think it's ingrained into autistic, you know? I think you're right. Because when I was a kid, I did that. Uh, in many schools, to be honest. Did you? Yes. Uh, West Elementary, like I told you. Yeah. I've done that quite a few times there. Uh, East. Wow. Uh, in Ohio, in junior high, I, I always ditched a couple of periods. High school. <laughs> I mean, just saying. But I learned over years that I was bored, and then it became more than just boredom. It became like, I need help. And as anybody's ever listened to my you know, old podcast, I am a survivor of child abuse. And it sucks. Yeah, it does. And that's just, you know, the way it is. True. Um, now, here, here's something that I, I got to point out because I just seen this. Uh, you ordered us Papa John's. Yes. And we got the Epic Stuff Crust. And I actually tried it. I tried actually two slices. And it's good. It, it, and I gotta say this. Uh, they actually nailed it. They make Pizza Hut uh, stuffed crust pizza look like crap. I know. Because they have perfected that stuffed crust pizza. And it's like, oh my gosh. I can't eat this stuff even if it's cold. And that's saying something. Um, it was definitely worth it. I do believe. Um, now, another thing. 
I see you have here joys of being married for 14 years. Heck yeah. Um, me and my wife are high school sweethearts. Uh, we've been together out for a while. And uh, we've been married for 13 and a half years. And we've had our ups, our downs, our fucking, <laughs> you know, our tornado, so to speak. You know, right. But when push comes to shove, we actually we make it through together. And you know, I'm thankful for being in this marriage and being with you for this long. And we got so many more to go. <laughs> but you know, it's just like any other kind of marriage you know we have our ups and our downs yeah we have our arguments and our disagreements exactly but, but the question is is can you push it aside look at each other in the eye and still love each other at the end of the night <laughs> that i firmly believe well I, I also believe that too i think in my honest opinion that it takes two people to make it work and i believe that you shouldn't have to make it work because of the kids well, okay, I wasn't. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm talking about, like, in general for other people. They shouldn't have to make it work if they have kids, you know? Okay. If they're in it just because of the kids, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Where we're at, we're in it for the right reasons. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. We're in it but... because we love each other, and our marriage... It's built on a foundation of love and caring. Because without each other, we're lost. And we've tried that. Yes. We, we've tried the separation and it did not work out so well because I missed her just as much as she missed me. Stupid cat. Huh. Um... That's the thing, though, is that, you know, people around our age, I don't think they have made it to where we have, you know. Even I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure not. All, all of our old friends haven't made it like this, you know. Nope. And, you know, people go, you know, used to ask me also, well, you, your wife's hot, but why'd you marry her? Is she rich or... No, it has nothing to do with, you know, money or fame or anything, because we both don't have that. Right. What we have is basically love. And people used to call it puppy love. Well, no, actually, ours is true, honest love. And we both have that one rule at night. We never go to bed angry. Nope, and you always say I love you. Exactly. Because you do not know when your last day will be able to say it. And I believe that full heartedly because if you honestly look at, it, you know, the divorce rates in America alone are still high. Because people can't make it. People can't do it. So they just give up. Right. And... Like, you know, you say, 
this is basically the joy of being married for almost 14 years. Here in May will be 14 years. Wow. And just so everybody knows, Cinco de Mayo. Do the math. <laughs> and if you can't do the math, ask somebody else. <laughs> They'll give you the answer. But, like you said, you know, we have had our ups and downs, like any other couple. But, the difference between us and others is we've learned to work with each other. And instead of arguing so much, try to find a common ground, so to speak, right? Yeah. And I think that's where most married couples forget. I think you're right, too. You know, some married couples forget, well, that first, you know, that first year, they'll say, oh, it's the honeymoon period. The first and the second year are the hardest to get through. The first is the honeymoon stage, and the second is when you really start to learn your partner. Yeah. And and then, and then you said also the third year is where you also start understanding everything else. Yep. You start entwining the rest of your life with it. Yes. Um, and that's where it really comes down to is the fact that if you're truly meant to be, and you guys can overcome anything. Yep. I agree with you full-heartedly. And if you can't, then what's the point of being in it? You know? If yep. you're in it just because of, like, kids or money or shit like that, I mean, kids aside, if you marry them for the money or... Because not only are they rich and they're famous, you're, you're trying to scam them. And in my honest opinion, that, that's, you're marrying for the wrong reasons there. But if you're marrying me, I love. All right, baby girl. You just keep talking. Ah, uh, kids. Sorry, folks. We had to take care of our daughter. She's not feeling very well today, so... You think you may have to call her in? No, I think we'll be okay. Alright, cool. I'm sorry. She just had a back issue, and she, like, our kids haven't saw me like daddy, so... If we're ever potting, and a child comes in... And, and disturbs it, or you hear them, or... Please don't take offense. And like I've said in my previous podcast, we have three disabled children. Um, our oldest is going to be is going to be fourteen next month. Our life is over because <laughs> we start high school next school year, and it just it kind of makes me feel like it's challenging him too. You know, it's going to yeah. be more challenges. But, yeah, it's just one of those things that go, huh. <laughs> well, he'll do his best, and that's all we hope for. Right. As long as he graduates, that's all that matters, right? Because we're not trying to set higher standards for our kids. We're not. We just want them to do good in school. That's it. 
keep out of trouble and do good in school. Not too much asked for, right? Right. But, you know, I'm not other kids' parents, but, boy, when I look around and I see these kids, the way they talk to their parents, oh, my gosh. I just feel like if I was one of their family members, pop that kid right in the ass. I agree. And I wouldn't care who seen me. I'd be like, yeah, I did it. Disrespecting little pukes. And it, it just, it really, it really knuckles down to parenting to be parents. And if you need to take him outside behind a building just to give him one ass whooping, just to stand your ground, please, it takes a village to raise a kid. I tell you what, in our case, three. Right? It's like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And your hand's warming up. And you're like, I know somebody's going to fuck up today. <laughs> and <laughs> and that's where it really narrows down to is that, you know, if you live in a neighborhood who has kids. Okay? Right. And you're seeing that kid, like, trying to break into somebody's house. Or throwing rocks, or you know, something that could be very damaged to somebody's property or to themselves. When you act upon it, you'd think. You would think, yes, exactly. But no, you hear parents that don't do that. It's like, excuse me, no, no, you need to pick your child up, bring that child ass inside and whoop that child's ass. Now I'm saying when I say whoop a child's ass, I mean one swat, call it good. Right. I don't disagree with punishing or I'm not punishing, I don't like that word. I, I don't either. I, I, consequencing your kid, but there's a fine line between being disrespectful and abusive. Yeah. And when a child is having a huge attitude, like our daughter does, and thinks she can be all high and mighty, we tend to knock her down a few pegs. And, and it's not to be mean, but it's getting her to realize we're the parents, she's the child. She doesn't run our lives, we run hers. We What we say goes. It's our rules. There is no highway option in your case. And, you know, and, yes, it's going to piss your kids off, but you know what? You're being a parent and doing a damn good job. Even for, you know, the gay community who adopt, you know, I guarantee they're doing a hell of a lot better on how they, you know, deal with problems right. such as this. And I guarantee they do it in a way like we do. Okay, you keep doing the same thing. Well, I'll ground you. Disrespect me, I'll spank you. <laughs> you keep going on, I take things away from you. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's where it's at. Right. And in our society today, it, they're just too fucking soft. And then you got those parents who just Beat the fuck out of their kids. And that's not okay with me. 
That's not even right. There's a, like you said, there's a fine line between consequence and abuse. And it's like every day you see on the news. A parent abused a child with an object. Or some kind of abuse to a child. Right. And it's like, we're not those people. But yet, every now and then, we have fucking social services over here. And we're the good people here. Why don't you do your guys' fucking jobs and actually bust those child molesters and fucking child beaters. Right. Quit knocking on our fucking door because we're not doing anything wrong. True. Why don't you actually do actual work and get those sick fuckers off the street? Because those are the ones they need to pay attention to. Yep, yeah. Because our kids are well-dressed, well-fed. And if they get marked, it's probably from each other. True. Hell, the way they horse play, play, it's ridiculous. Uh, Let's see. Last topic for the night. Make it a good one, Chief. Hmm. Now, you said something earlier about... um, we were talking earlier about how presidents, you know, have to have background checks before becoming president. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. But then again, I started thinking more about it. If they have to do background checks on everybody, do you realize half of them probably go to prison? Really? Probably. Because you're going to find some really fucked up shit in there from the past. Because, I'm sorry, most people have skeletons in their closet. Everybody does. Just saying. And if you go, I'm innocent, you're full of shit. Nobody's innocent. And nobody's a saint. Unless you're a nun. And then you're still not. True, I actually got cursed out by a nun in Austin, Texas once. That sucked. And then confused the hell out of me. That was many years ago. Uh, I mean, what are people really truly afraid because Biden is now president? Is the fact that Harris is a African American uh, vice president because she's the first female African American vice president? I don't know. It could be. And that's why I, I see all these people who support Trump, and most of them are <laughs> photonegative, meaning they're white. And they're white supremacist bastards. Right. And, oh yeah, I said it. Most of you fuckers are white supremacists, and you know what? Kiss my ass. Trump's gone. Deal with it. And all, all you guys thought that he was the good guy. And the whole time, he got busted. Okay, relax. We're just doing a pod. Well, I'm just trying uh, to just get out there. The fact that, you know, I'm sick and tired of all these fucking wars that are going on in our country. 
instead of focusing on the real problem. As our country is in debt again and have been, right? Yeah. And everybody's getting all pissed off because Biden's our president. I'm sorry, he can't do that bad of a job that Trump's already done. Point proven. And you know me, I'm not really a political person, but when you see the writing on the wall, it's like, okay. And when he got impeached this last time, and they had actual evidence, hardcore evidence on him. And what made me laugh is the day of his impeachment, he left the White House. The one that stayed behind was his wife. Can you say that Trump's balls sunk in deep inside? Yeah, he's like a turtle. Yeah, he had turtle syndrome. Yeah. He basically he got scared and he left. Wow. Leaving his wife and children back. Wow. I know, I know. I, I was actually, when I read about that, I was like, doesn't surprise me. He knew doesn't he got either. busted. So instead of giving his last speech... He ran like a coward. Right. And to me, that just shows you're just more guilty right there, dude. I'm sorry. Whether you like it or not, you're guilty. Deal with it. Yeah. And, uh, and remember I told you uh, earlier also about Rudy Giuliani. Him getting sued for $1.4 billion. Yeah. And I think the state was Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, you and I figured that out in yeah. Pennsylvania. And you know what? That's on them again. Oh, and for some of you people up here in the north, Montana region, um, if you are getting new medical marijuana cards, pay attention to the back of your cards, please. Because there are now restrictions on the back of your card that states. Uh, me and my wife, we got ours, and uh, I'm not going to run it for anybody, because I figure if you have a medical marijuana card, you already know. I just want to give you guys a heads up before you get your cards. There is a limitation now. So before you go into dispensaries and ask how much you're going to get, they're going to probably look at you and tell you, read the back of your card. Uh, other than pretty much that, actually, there is one other thing I need, we need to talk about is the weather, okay. the weather. Yeah, you know, that's another thing. We live in Great Falls, Montana, and they always say that wait five minutes, the weather changes, which is true, but we're in January. And usually by the middle of November, we're covered in snow. Clear up until middle, end of February, beginning of March. But we have seen like... Next to nothing. Next to nothing worth of snow. It's been cold, but no snow. Yeah. Go figure. And that's weird. It is weird. And, you know, with that... Uh... 
I, I like to call it the calm before the real storm hits, you know? But with that said, everybody, uh, have a good night. And thanks for chilling with Blue Dragon 420 and my wife, Bubbles420. We will see you guys tomorrow night. Please leave us likes, comments if you have any suggestions. And thank you for listening.